hey fans, we all love some good music. A variety of music. What if we could bring Chriswell Studios to you 24-7? That's a long work schedule. Maybe, but you know, we just might have it. The best variety of music from multiple decades live on your phone 24-7 with our Gay Orlando Live online radio station. Better known as Go Live. Download the TuneIn app and search for Go Live or go to kristenwill.com for more info. So, tune, tune in. in. 24-7 worldwide. Today's episode is brought to you by MEI Travel. Go to MEI-Travel.com to book your dream vacation today. Welcome, thanks for calling. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Just don't hang up on me. Hello, world. Hi. It's another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Season four. Yes. Media broadcast, Knoxville, Tennessee, part two. Hello, Charmers. Welcome to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. We are continuing our coverage here at Knoxville, Tennessee, part of our What About Our Life Adventures Tennessee Road Trip. You can watch the Tennessee Road Trip on our What About Our Life Adventures vlog cast now on Spotify and only on Spotify. Now, our vlog cast, like we've said before, is our visual podcast. This takes you on a point of view adventure through all the experiences of where we're at and where we're going and what we're doing. So you can hear the audio on this show and you can see everything on the other show. Now, both shows are different, even though some of them have some similar interviews and audio sections. I guarantee you they are both different. Go on Spotify and look up What About Our Life Adventures and you can watch the vlogcast. Make sure you're watching that one because that one is a video and audio podcast. Uh, Again, What About Our Life Adventures on Spotify. If you do not have a Spotify account, you can sign up for one. It is free, but you will need one in order to watch the show. Now, this show, What About Our Life, is our audio version. And our audio version can be found on iHeartRadio as well as Spotify. But this is a listen-only show. So your favorite podcast player is where you're getting this program. And no matter where you're getting it, we thank you for joining us and being a part of all of these great adventures and journeys and supporting us through all this. We definitely appreciate it. But we are here for the second part of Knoxville, Tennessee, part of the Tennessee Road Trip. And we got some great interviews. Willie is gearing up for production for those interviews and we'll be jumping right on into the show in just a few moments. But we're going to let him prepare for those interviews and get ready uh, to talk to two great individuals. Because today we are visiting um, South Press, which is an LGBTQ cafe, very well themed, very well put together, a warm, safe haven place here in Knoxville, Tennessee for the LGBTQ plus community. And we are going to talk to the the owner, the founder, the creator, and the angel for the community, basically. What a great interview it's going to be. And um the, that we're looking forward to the coffee, to the snacks, and all the different things that the cafe has to offer. Then we're going to go over to Gay Street. Yes, there is a Gay Street, which is part of downtown Knoxville. And we're going to go to one of the oldest theaters in the area called the Bijou Theater. And we're going to talk about all the great history that this theater has and the things that they have coming up and the stuff that they have to offer and uh, so much more. So, We have two amazing interviews that we're doing in this segment and we're doing in this show. So uh, you'll want to stay tuned for that. Uh, And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the areas in Knoxville, like uh, Market Street. Market Street is a highly recommended area if you're looking for uh, great cooking, great shopping, great theme. They have a... uh, 
Alice in Wonderland themed bar cafe. It is really pretty. It is really gorgeous. They have a uh, chili uh, restaurant, which is interesting. Not like Chili's, but it's like a chili restaurant. Um, they have different types of restaurants. It's like mom and pop, home owned, but uh, it's basically specific to Market Street. So we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, throughout the program and maybe a few uh, other things. So you'll, you'll want to stick around for this. We do want to thank Visit Knoxville. So go to visitknoxville.com to start planning your itinerary for Knoxville, Tennessee and get all the great benefits like we did. And, um, you know, and just want to be a part of this amazing journey. Another part of this series we talked a little bit about is the Southern Skies Music Festival, which goes on at the World's Fair Park. Um, We'll talk maybe a little bit about that or or in the next episode. But um, be sure to go to chrisandwill.com to get all the appearances and more information, as well as watch past episodes of What About Our Life Adventures and our other programs on the Chris Will Network. We've got a lot of new stuff coming up and so much more. So go to chrisandwill.com. And again, don't forget to be watching this show on our vlogcast on Spotify. It's What About Our Life Adventures for that one. So for now, let's, um, yeah, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we should be ready in production over at the South Press Cafe to go into our first interview. So here we are for the media broadcast at Part two of Knoxville, Tennessee, part of the What About Our Life Adventures, uh, Tennessee road trip. Don't go nowhere, you guys. We'll be right back. Today's commentary is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Cammy, and I want to tell you about one of the most amazing places in the world. Give Kids the World Village. It's a magical place where kids with critical illnesses come from all over the world for one amazing week. They get to visit Central Florida's coolest theme parks, celebrate at nightly parties, and enjoy delicious meals. And it doesn't cost them a thing. To learn more about how this magical place works and how you can help, visit GiveKidsTheWorld.org. Hi, Charmers. It's time to waltz upon a dream because we've all had that magical dream of staying inside Cinderella's Castle Suite at Magic Kingdom Park inside Walt Disney World. Well, now you might get your chance. Give Kids the World Village is offering a magical celebration and all you got to do is make a donation because every donation gets you a chance to win a trip for you and three of your friends. You will be able to travel to the Walt Disney World Resort, a two-night stay inside a standard room at the Deluxe Disney Resort Hotel, three-day theme park tickets with hopper options, a $500 gift card, and a breakfast at Cinderella's Royal Table. Plus, you'll get to stay one night inside Cinderella's Castle Suite at Magic Kingdom Park. All you got to do is go to gktw.org slash castle press for more information and to register your donation and to try to win a trip. Remember, the more you donate in the many times, the better the chances are. So why lose this chance of your magical portrait that you can put on your walls forever? Give Kids the World is a nonprofit organization benefiting kids with critical illness. So what better way to contribute and be rewarded with magic? So join Give Kids the World and Chris and Will as we help give away the grandest magical celebration of all. For more information, go to gktw.org/castlepress or gktw.org. You can also go to chrisandwill.com for the link. It's all about the magic. Make your magical moment and be a part of the Give Kids the World's magical celebration and your chance to stay inside Cinderella's castle. Life. Life matters. Your life matters. Everything about you matters. Yes, we know at times life can be hard and hard to deal with. Dealing with it is only temporary. When you dream, we know you dream big. 
You dream to live and live like every day is a dream coming true. The Prince Charmings of podcasting want you to know we got you. We love you. We want you to dream. Our programming is, yes, an adventure, a moment of our life, a night out in the town, or even a question of our life. Together, we all share the same interest, the dream of equality and well-being. What you experience in our programming is experienced as we hope you'll get to experience them. Because in some way, we're with you. These are safe places for us and for you. Our team only produces programming that can enrich all of us. These are places that will accept you, be there for you, and will welcome everything about you. So when watching something from Chris and Will, we guarantee that in person, you'll be safe. These are the moments of which you can not only dream, but be a part of. This is our honor to provide you with the open doors to a life in which people respect the real person that you choose to be. We got you. We love you. We do it for you. ChrisandWill.com is your home to locating, watching, feeling, listening, and experiencing all the things you'll need to live your own life. The Chris and Will Experience. This is a safe place for you. Love yourself, and the world will love you in return. Now, back to the show. Now, the Prince Charming's of podcasting. We are simply people, 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 right? That's who we are. We enjoy everything about everyone. And we believe that everyone deserves respect. You give respect, you get respect. And, you know, even the bullies and the mean, miserable people out there, you know, something has happened in their life that makes them become that. They just don't wake up every day and say, hey, I'm going to be miserable. So sometimes it takes a little bit of just walk on by or give them a smile or be nice for them to sit back at some point in their life and realize what they need to change. So we had to get in the car for this visit and head over a little bit across the river to go to South Press. Now, South Press is a great location for LGBTQ friendly uh, businesses, services for the community and is run by the LGBTQ plus community itself. And what better way to start off your morning but with some great coffee, some great little snacks, and then a wonderful conversation of inspiration on how we make our dreams come true and how we follow through with them and how life is changing and how we need to work together to make those changes and how we need to change things in our life to make it a little bit more equal and understanding because listening and understanding a person is the best way to get through life. So we're going to stop on by to South Press and we're going to get a little bit of some story time, some personal story time, because again, love comes from different formations and it comes from understanding as well. So let's check out some South Press. We are here in South Knoxville, Tennessee, adventuring this time into a coffee shop. With me is Jocelyn Fish of the South Press Coffee Shop. Well, welcome. Oh, thank you for being here. This is amazing. You know, so when I think of coffee shops, I think of the typical stuff, but this is very, very different. So before I go into that, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, well, I, um, I am one of those uh, businesses born of COVID because uh -huh. when I lost my job because of the pandemic, I had to kind of reshuffle the cards and figure it out. Yeah. Um, and I'm a lifetime service worker. Oh so I goodness. have been um, in the service industry for 24 years. Uh -huh. And I think that some people are just built to be of service. Mm -hmm. Like they, they're, they're just naturally, it comes to me that I want to give you my best work. Of course. And I think that that, uh, that was a guiding principle in my life all the way up until I started the shop. But um, now, I, you know, it is a coffee shop, but we really just sell coffee to keep the lights on. Mm -hmm. What we really do is just hold space to build community and the coffee is pretty good too. Oh, yes, and we're gonna get into that. Yeah. So definitely. But first I wanna find out, how did you really get started with this coffee shop? Um, well, after I lost my job, I had to, like I said, I had to reshuffle the cards and start figuring things out. And 
Um, I quickly learned that I wasn't going to be able to find another job. Mm -hmm. um, and so I filed for unemployment but never could draw it yeah. um, because the system was so clogged. So I rented the cheapest place uh, on the entirety of Chapman Highway. Uh -huh. um, and rented it and rented it and renovated it all myself because we were in the middle of a pandemic. Right, um, right. And it took me about six weeks to turn what was an old beauty shop um, into an 800 square foot coffee shop space. Uh, wow. And so we opened in September of 2020 at half capacity, uh, which was six people. <laughs> um, right, right, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and just kind of kept showing up to work every day. I think that's really when people ask, like, what is the secret to your success? I don't think that there's one thing over another. I think that if there's one thing I'm good at, it's showing up every single day and working really, really hard until I see a result. Yeah. And I think that that makes up for a lot of other what would be shortcomings uh -huh. and just like gusto, just showing up every day and like ready to do the work. That totally makes a difference. And not only does it show in your shop, but when you walk in, you really feel that. So we thank you for doing that. Uh, well, yeah, I say about the shop that everybody has that one aunt who is a little obnoxious um, and outgoing and like, she'll cuss your dad out for saying something racist at Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, I'm that aunt and this is her house. I mean, I'm the cool aunt. I'm not like Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, very nice. Well, how did you come up with the name even to begin with? You know, it's almost at this point, it feels like a practical joke. So when I first opened up the little 800 square foot shop, uh -huh. um, because I'm a poor person who opened a business, we didn't have an espresso machine. Um, we were a big coffee maker. We, I yeah. was going to do... French press coffee and drip. I had bought on Facebook Marketplace, I bought an old diner style pour over um, <laughs> that ran two hot pots at a time. And so the whole shop was just going to be drip coffee and French press and we're in South Knoxville, so South Press. Um, uh -huh. But then I came, there are several things as the shop was coming into being where the universe was just like, you know what? You're doing the right thing, so here's the thing. Here's the thing you need. Mm -hmm. So an old Froyo's had went out of business in West Knoxville, and he had essentially an entire coffee shop, roughly $15,000 worth of equipment, an espresso machine, a drip, like a coffee drip maker with yeah. the two, three gallon things, the grinders, both of them, everything. He sold it to me for a thousand dollars because he wanted to clear out his warehouse because wow. he just had and so we came across all of that for a thousand bucks so that's how we actually became i guess a legit coffee shop <laughs> from what i envisioned initially i wouldn't change it for the world my husband my now husband but then boyfriend told me honey you can't run a coffee shop without espresso you've got to have the espresso mm -hmm. uh, and I guess now we're doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got an amazing, uh, not only uh, ambiance here, but it kind of correlates with the offerings that you had here. You have tea and coffee and so many different things. What would you suggest are the signature items? Um, a lot of our local stuff is really special to me that is not only local, but like specifically regional. Mm -hmm. um, so our Sono sourdough bagels, they're baked right here in South Knoxville. They're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, it's a small woman-owned business, which we love just lifting up other small businesses. For our hot teas, my favorite is the St. Dolly's Flower Garden, mm -hmm. named after the patron saint of homosexuality, Dolly Parton. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, um, it's like a beautiful, it has butterfly pants, it's like this beautiful purple color. Uh -huh. um, I don't know, I have a lot of favorites, but my, my go-to, like what I drink every single day, is yeah. a, a, a variation on a fluffernutter, which traditionally would be uh, toasted marshmallow and white chocolate, or, uh, but I, or toasted marshmallow and peanut butter, I'm sorry. I do white chocolate and peanut butter. Um, because I prefer the white chocolate to the toasted marshmallow and I yeah. call it a white fluffy. Mm -hmm. um, that's my favorite latte, hot or cold. Oh, definitely. And I tried the French peanut butter and banana. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, banana. That's what it was. Yeah, you know, people always are so off put by the idea of a banana coffee. 
but it pairs so well with coffee, banana. But it's also the Mona banana tastes like banana and not yellow. You know what I mean? Yes. Like oh, some banana smooth. flavors. Yes. I'm gonna call it my fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my morning fluff. There you go. Oh, that's what my husband calls me. <laughs> Wow. So talking about all these great signature items, what are some behind the scenes like tips or stuff that you can share about how to make these? You know, probably early on the first thing that I did was not skimp on the syrups and the sauces and the ingredients mm -hmm. because I don't come from coffee. I think that's important to remember oh, is that okay. I was never a barista before I served tables. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it, I'm a self-taught barista. But wow. the great thing about having a lot of ingredients is that, and, and as a creative person especially, is I get to just get in the kitchen and make what I think tastes good because yeah. I'm not so worried about like the traditional rules of being a barista. Uh -huh. So I would say if we ever had like a, a, a big name barista or somebody come in who's really familiar with all the Italian fancy drinks, they would probably think that I'm a practical joke. But um, I think that I make up there with charisma. Uh -huh. I think that I get in the kitchen and, and I also think that you can taste intent. Yes. When I'm making yes. your drink, <laughs> my focus is on, is this the best work that I can do for you? Is this the most delicious beverage that I, because I'm sure that there's someone else who could draw you a swan in your coffee. And you'd be really impressed with that. Mm -hmm. But I really think that, and, and it's something that I've, really instilled in the staff here as well is that we can make no matter how busy we are line to the door we can make time to do it right the first time and give every guest our best work wow or we can make time to do it twice wow because uh, wow. i'm also i'm very integrated into the day-to-day -day operations here so i'm walking around the dining room and asking is everything nice to pay yeah, for you yeah did we make did you get what you wanted because I think that's important. I don't care to pay $7 for a cup of coffee if it is delicious, if it is what I wanted, and if after I drank it, I'm like, wow, that is, was exactly what I wanted. There is nothing worse than walking out of a shop with a cup of coffee and taking a sip of it and knowing not only are you not gonna drink it, uh, or not only are you not gonna enjoy it, but you might not even drink it all. You might throw that $7 in the garbage. That's a terrible feeling to have, and you're less likely to return. Mm -hmm. I always appreciate, because I'm not, from coffee spaces, yeah. when someone gives me the grace to say, hey, this really isn't for me. You know what I mean? It gives me a chance to, to be aware that what I'm doing that I think is right is not the right thing. It also gives me the opportunity to get better. Yes. And I think that also speaks to kind of the culture here is that you give me grace to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Because yes. I'm gonna, uh -huh. I'm gonna, but I'm always gonna always give you my best. Oh, that is also like a, a great metaphor for life is that I'm always going to give my best to you, but sometimes that's just not going to be enough. You're going to need a little more. Oh. And so I think knowing that I, and that's also the way we get better. That's the way yeah. I've gotten better at this job. Definitely. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Really, like uh, these little tidbits are just so intriguing to me. <laughs> and on that note, how do you feel that your business is important to the community here in South Knoxville? Um, I think that there was a vacuum for a social, sober, queer designated space. Uh -huh. um, I think that people really wanted to have a place where they could have camaraderie and community where alcohol just wasn't the center of the room. Um, you know, I'm not, there are lots of breweries and um, other alcohol-centered businesses that are popping up around South Knoxville, and I'm not a stupid woman. I understand that for my property value that that is a good thing. It yes. makes South Knoxville better, uh -huh. but as a person who doesn't drink, I felt those spaces didn't really provide a service to me. So where do the people who uh, don't drink for whatever reason go to play bingo mm -hmm. um, or do karaoke or yeah, see live yeah. music? Uh -huh. um, I think that those people deserved to have space as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what we really do here is just kind of hold the space for people to have social social things outside of alcohol being the center. Wow. Wow. I, I love that because I think with that, you can bring in a lot more uh, people 
uh, art as well, and it truly does feel like a safe space. Yeah, so, it's also very much an artist's space uh -huh. uh, to be creative, to to be celebrated. I think it's always about creating the art here. Sometimes it's just about having space to celebrate queer art. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, also one thing I want to bring up too is that since your teas and your coffees are really, really good, by the way, what do you think are the guests' most popular items? Um... Hmm. Peanut butter banana. <laughs> <laughs> that was delicious. The peanut butter banana is good, and it's actually the base of probably our most infamous cold brew. It's called the Bi Curious George. Um, <laughs> and it's a chocolate drizzle, and then a peanut butter cold brew, but then we take the banana and make a cold foam for the top of it so that you get a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of peanut butter, a little bit of banana in each one. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's exactly the type of suggested joke that you think it is. So, and my husband wow. came up with that one. He thought it was so clever. Um, I don't know. I think that any time we take untraditional pairings and put them together, and then mm -hmm. people are like, wow, that's it's like a really a pleasant surprise that the two of those. It's also, we have so many that you can create almost anything. Uh-huh. Um, Baja, who is a wonderful uh, young addition to our team, we ordered some sour apple syrup, and she made a sour apple lemonade with our butterfly pea hibiscus on top, and we called it a, a uh, poisoned apple. <laughs> I don't know science, but it tastes just like cranberry juice. Oh. Something about the unsweet tea and the sour apple lemonade, it just tastes just like cranberry juice. Wow. Um, but it's very popular. People drive across town just for the poisoned apple. Oh my God. But that's what you also get that when you invest, when you invest in ingredients mm -hmm. and then you invest in creative people who are willing to get in the kitchen and take risks. Yes. And I'm yes. not hovering, trying to make sure that they do things my way. Because my way, because I'm not a barista by trade, you know, I want to say that my way is the right way. Mm -hmm. As long as the drink tastes beautiful, as long as they're making it with intent. Because let me tell you, just like I said, where our intent is to make you the best beverage, if while someone was making your beverage, yes. they are just trying to get it done so they can move on to the next ticket, mm -hmm. you're going to taste the haphazard, you're going to taste the rush, mm -hmm. you're going to taste the tension. You know what I mean? It's yes. not going to be what it is. It, it's going to take on the energy of the intent. And so I think that that's part of it too. Ooh. There's so many choices that you can make here. And that's something that I really love. Um, one of the choices is eco-friendly tea. Is that accurate? Well, now we are a green coffee shop, which means in the development from day one, I always gave a discount for people who bring in their to-go cup. Uh -huh. We give them 10% off their entire order if they bring their cup in with them. All of our to-go containers, cups, boxes, bags are compostable. They're made of corn and soy, and they actually compost in six weeks to three months, depending on the product. Um, but they all return to earth. Um, we also compost. We actually started the commercial composting program here in Knoxville. There's a program called the uh, the Future Sustainable Future Center just right behind us. Yeah. So they come once a week and pick up all of our compost. Yeah. And then during the summer months, they bring us fresh fruits and vegetables to serve like with our BLT or wow. chicken salad and stuff. So wow. it's a community partnership. But I, I just always, before I started doing uh, queer liberation work, okay, uh -huh. I come from a very small town in East Tennessee yes. um, where upstream a paper mill had destroyed our waterways. So when I was in second grade, they shut down my elementary school because we didn't have clean water to wash dishes or cook with. Oh, wow. And so living in the mountains and in poverty and then losing our access to clean drinking water, the first 15 years of my advocate work was in ecology and clean mm -hmm. water. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until later as I kind of found more out about myself that that shift also went to include LGBT uh, liberation. Wow. But I've always been very earth conscious, but I also wanted to show that it could be done. You know what I mean? For a small business to say, 
our focus is on community, and that's much bigger. Listen, when I say that we serve the community, I do mean that we serve South Knoxville. Yes. I also mean that we serve the greater LGBT community of the Southern Appalachian area, because a lot of rural queers travel in to come to the shop, because they don't have something like this in their small town. Yeah. But it's yeah. also about serving the community of the planet, and what can we do as a business, and as many guests as we serve, I will tell you this, our carbon footprint would be substantially more with the sales and, and the gross sales that we do if we did not compost and use compostable cups. It is important to me to do the right thing. Yes. yes. And the right thing, in my opinion, is being environmentally conscious. And if a small business can do it, there's yeah. no excuse why these bigger businesses who have more revenue, who have more uh, disposable income to utilize in these enrichment programs, they could do it too. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's also, I've always said, if we go out of business doing the right thing, I will sleep fine at night. Wow. And I would wow. rather sleep fine at night knowing that we did the right thing. That it, it's also, I grew up a poor person, so I don't know what I'm missing by not having money. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It would be yes. different if like, I was missing out on something, but I'm not. I'm not, all of my bills are paid. I obviously got plenty of groceries. <laughs> yes. Uh, and life is good. I really can't complain. Oh, wow. That, so, with that being said, um, what message would you like to send out to guests who come to your coffee shop to welcome them? You belong here. I think first and foremost, that's, the, that's always the message of South Press, um, is that if, if you have been out in the world and the world has not loved you properly, um, and your heart is hurting and you need to mend, South Press is a place where you can come and for a time take a deep breath and know that you're okay and know that you're safe. And I think that we all need to be told that we're loved. I think that's part of the human, uh, human nature. I think that we were meant to exist in small tribes of people where what you bring to the table is different than what I bring to the table, yeah. but all very valid. And I think capitalism has driven a wedge in between that and made me worry about, well, how am I gonna pay my lot bill? And how am I gonna get groceries for me? Mm -hmm. And it has us all struggling to like pay bills and struggling with food security as opposed to operating on the idea that if you need it and I have it, then it's yours. You don't have to be you don't have to be hungry when I have food. And you don't have to not have personal hygiene products when I have them available. So we just share resources freely and it's really worked. I think that yeah. it's a, a microcosm for how society could work outside of this space. But for the time being, we're just loving on people. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm really in the business of. Of we're course, just loving yeah. On people. Yeah and trying to do for others what I would want done for me if I were in that situation. A lot of the advocacy that I do um, for our homeless neighbors is under the idea that in another timeline, it could be me. And if it were me out in the cold, if it were me hungry, would you feed me? Would you make sure I was okay? And because I would want that for me, I want that for you. That is, no, no, that, that really, that's so heartwarming and touching to hear that because I think we all need to recognize that, you know? And I think we feel the pain because we're in Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and running a business is just like contract work. You know, it's great while it's signed, it's great while it's there, but at any given time, something can happen and it expires. And so you're left with figuring out what do you do, and, you know, and I think that you can never give too much, you can always give less, but you can never give too much and you can never have too much. And I think that, at least for us, it's, it's, um, it's always the point of giving and I wouldn't say making yourself second to the world, but making your, making yourself, you're important to the world, but the world around you is important just as well. As well. And we do the same thing to where we will, we will gladly.
gladly give our shoes to the person who needs it and walk on the hot poles ourselves because you know we've managed to build our strength to cross those hot poles yeah. <laughs> where they need help figuring out how to do it and yeah. we just need to you know power comes from strength so we need to teach people how to use their strength and that's what it's about so yeah, we feel you definitely we definitely we definitely could and you're doing a lot of great and you're doing a lot of good and it's been a very humble experience being with you and you know and, um, i will say that, that we're i think i'll well at least for myself i'm not a big advocate coffee drinker but that was some good stuff mm -hmm. some really yes stuff. And, yes uh, peanut butter banana now i know i'm never going to make that and write the way you did so that means we will be back <laughs> so you you make some lemonades and stuff like that you said we do we have uh i make the lemonade and then we have the butterfly pea hibiscus which i brew really really strong um and then the, just the syrups added to the lemonade really make it we have one called a blue blow pop it tastes just like the blue blow pops that we had, like in elementary school, that turned your mouth and your lips blue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but the poison apple is by far, like, that's the one people are coming in for. One day when you mix, I don't know if it'll taste good, but just in my head, a little bit of cherry and some cinnamon in it. And if it tastes good, then you can, it'll, it can be a charming kiss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I almost bought some habanero lime uh, syrup the other day because I thought maybe a spicy lemonade would be good. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It gives it a little bit of a kick. Yeah. 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 So I, I think, it, it, you know, this was a, definitely a wonderful experience. And, you know, we're learning a lot about the community and we're learning a lot about not spilling the community. As we talked a lot earlier about how it, how it's growing and you know how things are expanding and where it's going with it and, and it's it's good to know and you know the world needs to we need to globally grow and we have to do it together so we are here for you guys and there's yes. a way that we yes. can help you expand mm -hmm. change always is facilitated in very small ways that sends out ripples you know what I mean? I think that most of the change, I think that most of the change that I've facilitated out in the real world has not necessarily been through opening up a queer coffee shop. I think sometimes just being forwardly and unapologetically trans in social situations with people who have never had an interaction with a trans person before, for me is how I have been. I've seen people's opinions and the way people think change through getting to know me and learning to love me and then realizing that I wasn't some threat, that I wasn't some big, bad, scary idea. Well, they, they weren't scared of Jocelyn. I don't know that anybody's ever really been scared of me. I think that they've been scared of the idea that a trans person was something that they didn't understand. And whenever we don't understand something, human nature is to protect ourselves from it. If we don't understand it, we can't control it. Um, but I do think that the kids today, they're going to change the world. Um, these young folks that we serve every day don't buy into a lot of the same concepts that we were kind of force-fed. They don't want to be labeled as LGBTQIA. They want to be who they are. Yes. And they want to like who they like, and they don't want to have to explain that to you. That's also the reason why I say it's a queer coffee shop. When we get into the LGBTQIA, sometimes people within our community will use that as a way to separate us. But when I say, it's also, it's overshare. Uh, you don't need to know that I'm a pansexual transgender woman. There's, you don't need to know that about my body. You don't need to know that about my interests. But I can say I'm a queer woman and you know that I belong here. And I think that that type of giving people space to be authentic without having to like explain where they are. Because also gender identity and sexuality is on that spectrum and it's so fluid that who we are attracted to and how we identify changes so much in the course of a lifetime and how we view ourselves and how we view others and how we develop interpersonal relationships. So all of that is, is part of my queerness. Uh, Well, you never have to worry that you will ever be with them. I think faith gave you 
always going to have bumps in the road and just like a, a state highway it's always going to have potholes and you'll either go around them fall in them climb out of whatever the case may be but i think that i think just by knowing you for a little bit of time you've known you i think that faith gave you an opportunity to get you're taking it on and i think uh, i really believe that faith is telling you your path is always going to be straight There's always a solution always a to every problem. Absolutely. So I, I, I would say, don't, I, I would say for yourself, faith gave you the, gave you the opportunity to be who you really are and to teach others how to do Yes. Yes. I think that's important. I think, and I, I don't know that this is a problem specific to Southern Appalachia. But growing up here, there were no adult queer people who were like happy and healthy and well-adjusted who were out and not living in shame. Um, and so I think that it's our responsibility as the adult queer people now to live unapologetically so that this next generation doesn't have that internalized homophobia. And also just lift them up. Yeah, yeah. Like we say, love yourself and the world will love you in return. making it with tea and coffee and, and <laughs> other stuff. And it's great, because yes. we all love food, right? We all love drinks and food, so it's so yeah. So, so thank you so much. Tell everybody where we can yes. look up your amazing Um It's South Press on uh, Facebook, uh, South Press the number four coffee on Instagram. The TikTok is still under my name because that was an accident. <laughs> well, tell us where that's Yes, at. yes. Uh, it's uh, Jocelyn Fish, just jo I Jocelyn Fish on there. And that was such a funny thing because uh -huh. like most people at the beginning of the pandemic, I downloaded TikTok and I am hilarious. <laughs> I'm a storyteller. And so it was almost offensive to me that none of the content I was putting out was landing. And so and then I took on the shop and so for six weeks I was renovating and I had not touched it. In hindsight, that was a mistake. I should have documented what I was doing going along. That's such a, a good oh, pathway to it. Yeah. It was nothing. I was sitting there on a Tuesday. I got a single guest in the shop. And I was like, oh, yeah, TikTok's still on here. And I said, this is my queer little uh, coffee shop in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you're in the area, come have a coffee with me. That was it. The next day, I woke up with 30,000 followers. Uh, I went to bed with 33. <laughs> and I woke up with 30,000 followers and that, that video had went viral. Uh, and we were on a capacity wave pretty much from then on until we moved into the bigger space. Congratulations. Yes. 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 Well, paint's got your path. Either that or I just shit fell back in it. One That's of the right. other. One way or another. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you we for... appreciate you being Next time you're in town, come see me. Oh, we will. We will. We will. Yes. yes, yes. Let me know you're coming. I'll put on a drag show for you. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Chris and Will introducing you to an amazing getaway. For the first time, we both treated ourselves to a day of pampering. If you're in the Tampa, Florida area, then please make sure to treat your own self to a day like we did at Spa Nirvana, a sanctuary for face and body, a spa day for men and women. The staff is so friendly, the place is clean, looks amazing, and the best of it, they're following the safety guidelines during these current times. Truly a professional environment. The cost isn't bad neither. Make your appointment today. Imagine a day where you can get the most incredible stress-free relaxing massage, body work, facial rejuvenation, and microdermabrasion. They have so much more to offer, including their signature facial services, including an aluminum oxide-free crystal microdermabrasion facial, the lifting facial of mature skin, and the most comprehensive, purifying, deep cleansing facial. Plus, you just can't beat the environment of soothing music. 
healthy snacks and drinks, and you just have to see it for yourself. Guys, it's totally worth it. This is a weekly thing for us now, and I can't wait to go again. This is a Chris Will Highly recommendation. SpaNirvana.com is the website. You can go to ChrisandWill.com for the link as well. Spa Nirvana, 811 Court Street, Clearwater, Florida, 33756. Call 727-447-7546 to make your appointment today. Services are by appointment only, and they are filling up fast. So treat yourself, your inner self, to a vacation day at Spa Nirvana. In order to be me, I have to be comfortable with my life. At Climate First Bank, we believe that being you is important. So we made our banking even more comfortable so you can be the person you need to be. We've introduced Pride Banking, a Climate First Bank checking account dedicated to supporting the LGBTQ plus community. With us, you can be comfortable and be all of you. You can even use your preferred name on your debit card. Free Pride Banking checks are included with your account with no minimum account balance required and no monthly account fees. When you set up a qualifying direct deposit account, Climate First Bank donates $50 to a nonprofit partner within the LGBTQ plus community. At Climate First Bank, we believe in you. Be even more comfortable with your life and enjoy our stress-free pride banking. Go enjoy your life with a Climate First Bank pride banking account. Learn more and open your account today at apply.climatefirstbank.com slash pride. Hello, adventures. I'm Traveler Tom God, inviting you to join me and Chris and Will for adventures all across the globe. It's part of their all-new visual series, What About Our Life Adventures? You can stream it now on the Chris Will Network at chrisandwill.com. Let's change the way we do the world. Let's nurture habits that lead to better habitats in a more sustainable future for all. Get started at ottomannatureinstitute.org slash action. Every time you wished upon a star, did you find your once upon a time? A time when your story began with a flight. A flight that took you to a place of magic, day and night. It was your time to relax. Your time to smile and be in the moment. The moment you wished for yourself, your kids, your family, or even your special friends. No matter what you wish for, don't let your dream vacation just fade away. MEI Travel is the travel planner that can take you to a great big world of Disney or a place of wonder. No fees and no hidden charges. It's like a friend that wants to make your endless dreams come true with vacation needs. MEI Travel is your number one source for making your plans come true. Our free service is available to you and we're ready to help write your next life story. Dream your dream vacation with your dream budget today. MEI-Travel.com and MouseFanTravel.com The official travel company for Chris and Will, the Prince Charmings of podcasting. Don't let your dreams fade away. Just take flight and get away with MEI Travel. So we are here with Nathan McGee and we're going to learn a little bit more about what this theater is about. So Nathan, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so I am the operations manager here at the Bijou. Um, so I manage about 60 different staff members all across the board. Wow. Um, we bring in about 150, 180 shows in our season. Uh -huh. And they range from you know rap to country to, oh, community theater, the Game Inspire, drag queens, anything and everything. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So with such a variety there, there's got to be a ton of history in this place. Can you tell us a little yes. bit more about that? So the Bijou Theater was originally a hotel built in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was the grandest, largest hotel in the state. Um, five presidents have visited the hotel. Wow. <laughs> um, and then it was converted into a Civil War hospital. The theater that we were, are in right now was partly the ballroom, and then it was expanded when a theater was built 114 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And it was great vaudeville theater, opera house. Um, Houdini's performed here on up Ooh. to um, Jason Isabel, and anything and everything in between. Um, and it's also served many other roles in uh -huh. our community. It was a Civil War hospital. Um, it was a brothel. It was an adult movie theater. 
um, a fruit stand. She's seen many, many faces. Oh my goodness, yeah. wow. Now, um, is it accurate that you also host the Knoxville Symphony Orchestra and the Knoxville Jazz Orchestra here? Yeah. Oh, well, that's neat. Can you tell us what's the difference, be the difference between those two events? <laughs> yeah, so we have two organizations that we work with, um, mm -hmm. the Knoxville Jazz Orchestra, Knoxville Symphony Orchestra. Symphony focuses on more classical kind of music, and then jazz brings in some really great headliners for their performances. Mm -hmm. um, and we have all kinds of community partners. Um, the Gaiman's Chorus call us home. Um, Go Contemporary Dance is a large dance studio here in town that also calls its home. Oh. Um, we do big shows so that we can be a community house for some arts groups in our, in our little community. Oh, well, yeah. nice. Well, with that uh, wide variety of events that come here, how do you plan for that kind of stuff? Oh, it's never ending. <laughs> <laughs> Each show we take about a month of advancing for each show, mm -hmm. uh, just communicating with the leaders of those groups or those tours and just making sure we have all of our ducks in a row. We have four people on our production team, myself, an event manager, and two people who lead the technical aspects of it all. Mm -hmm. And we just overtly communicate with a big old smile on our face. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. We all love a great big smile, definitely. And talking about smiles, why do you think that guests return to this theater so much? Um, well, our big donor program is called Friends of the Bijou. Mm -hmm. Anytime everyone walks into our doors, we greet them with, Hey friend, how you doing? Um, Southern hospitality is a huge thing that we incorporate into our culture here. Mm -hmm. um, and the diversity of it all, you know? Yes. Like each yes. week is completely different than the next, and you never know what's about to come out. Oh, just the yeah. vibes here are cool too. It definitely it's like is super yes. chill, super yes. nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. I will also say we have um, what's often referenced as the best acoustics in the state. Wow. Yep. yep. Um, it was naturally designed the theater itself for uh -huh. acoustics for without any sort of equipment. Yeah. So the acoustics here are great. So live music is a joy to listen to in this building. Wow. So are there any magical stories that you can share either from your personal experience or you think that guests have when they come visit here at the theater? Oh, I will say some personal wonderful stories and maybe a ghost story. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, the Wallflowers were in a couple of months ago. Um, Bob Dylan's son, Jacob Dylan, leads the Wallflowers. And he said I had nice eyes. So that was that was nice. And then he said, you look like a Nathan. I was like, you, thanks. You you look like a, a Deborah." He did not laugh at my joke. Oh. And it was fine. It was fine. Um, we are also very commonly known as one of the most haunted buildings in the state. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. What? Yep. Um, we have a, over a dozen hot spots in the theater. Um, bands reportedly say that that hot balcony that is abandoned, that they'll see a Civil War general pacing in their sets. And that's nothing that we say to bands when um, they arrive, but they all seem to have that same story. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know what that's about. Um, <laughs> in our advanced process, we also um, offer a ghost tour for bands after oh. their show if they want it. Yeah. And most of them do. It's great. Um, and one night we were giving a band a ghost tour and really scary things. Really? It was terrifying. Ooh. Like the lights were flashing above us while we were going up the stairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> metal doors that remain locked just swung open. You would hear screaming in an abandoned corridor and the whole building was shut down. It, uh -huh. it was terrifying. Wow, wow. Well, on that brief note, <laughs> um, there have been some legendary performances that have performed here. Yeah. Um, can you share any of those with us? Yeah, so the Marx Brothers have performed here, the Everett Brothers have performed here, um, Houdini has performed on our stage. Interesting. Dolly Parton, um, we can't find any evidence that she's performed here, but she has been on the stage. Ah. Yep, yep. Um, this past season, we had the legendary Mavis Staples, um, Herb Alpert, um, Jason Isbell performed here for three different nights. Uh -huh. um, it's way too big for us. <laughs> we were like, heck yes, thank you, Jason Isbell. Mm -hmm. um, lots of great, great acts come in and, and, and come out. So, wow. 
Wow, very I could, nice. I could spend an hour just listing them up. Oh, well, <laughs> of course, of course. And uh, tell everyone um, how they can plan a trip to come to this theater. Yeah, so um, the best way is to sign up for a newsletter because you'll get first dibs and first thoughts on, hey, this is what's coming. This is what we just booked. Mm -hmm. um, our website is knoxbijou.org. Um, it has all of our events, all of our educational initiatives. Um, we have art galleries all the time, all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff happening. Very nice. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for sharing with us not only the stories, but a little bit of everything of what this theater has to offer. Yeah, it's my pleasure, friend. Oh, yes. You know, one of the one things I love about doing this show is meeting all types of people. And everybody has a great grand story of their life. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but it's not really about the good or the bad. And it's sometimes not about the story itself. It's generally about the journey and what they put themselves through and how they got through it and how they managed and where they are today and where they want to be tomorrow. That's what makes great, great journalism, I guess, if you want to call it that, or good entertainment because it's real life entertainment. That's the reality part of a real reality show, if you want to call it that. We do want to thank South Press for inviting us for that amazing interview and that amazing time and that story. Um, we are all in it together. It, we are a community. We are a family and our differences really shouldn't matter. It, it really shouldn't because we were all brought up in a different type of culture, in a different type of way, in a different type of world. I mean, even from when I was growing up, it's not the same as it is today. I mean, for example, with the technology, some of the things that we have today we didn't have back then so we've all had to learn and adapt to the change so why are we fearing the change why are we fearing the differences that we all grew up to know how to manage and we all grew up doing and we didn't question that's just the way people create life is they're scared of change but don't be scared of change be mindful of your strength your creation and your devotion. That's what makes it all part of your life because life is important. It's important to us, it's important to you. You matter, that's what it's all about. We also wanna thank the Bijou Theater for giving us culture and allowing us to be a part of that stage. It's been a long time since we've been on that stage. And as Willie prepares for the next set of productions, I'm gonna go ahead and close this episode with Knoxville part two. And what a great time that we're having. We do want to thank Visit Knoxville for inviting us and creating this time for us. And we do want to thank you for making this Knoxville adventure come true and making it so wonderful. Again, go to visitknoxville.com to get all the links to all the greatest places that we visited during this journey. You can also go to chrisandwill.com for the official link. And you can go to chrisandwill.com to check out the Chris Will Network for past episodes and other shows that we have broadcasted about the life of Chris and Will. Be sure to check us out online at TikTok at the Prince Charmings of Podcast, Facebook, The Real Prince Charmings, and Instagram, Chris.and.will. And again, ChrisandWill.com for future appearances, more adventures, and so much more that's coming up. Charmers, be sure to love yourself and the world will love you in return. We thank you. We thank Knoxville. This has been such a great journey so far, and we still have more to go, plus more to go on our Tennessee road trip. But for now, we have to say we got to go. But with all of our charm, the Prince Charmings of Podcast says we love you. We will always love you and take on your journey the way you want to take it. But for now, we got to go. We'll see you real soon. We wish you were here. Bye. Today's episode is broadcasted on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast media platforms. 
Recorded at the Chris Will Studios in Celebration, Florida, this has been a Chris Will production, distributed by the Cali New York Corporation. Copyright Chris Will Studios 2023. All rights reserved. ChrisandWill.com for brand details and additional episode information.